Hello. We did it. We did it. It's been a long time. It has been. I have an interesting topic. That what is it? About. I wanted to... Wait, we should... <laughs> We're here at my work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's why yeah. things... Are Context cues. <laughs> yeah. Ex-Special Forces sniper turned entrepreneur. I've scaled numerous businesses to eight figures. My name is Matt Ryder. This is my podcast, and I'm telling you to put that coffee down. Down. So instead of being in your purpose-built, beautiful recording studio where we control everything, we're here in my dog training facility. Yep. Where there's guys using a grinder outside. I've got a puppy here that I'm doing work yeah. with. There's banging and clanging. Congratulations and on the enormity of your success. I'm doing my best. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying one, one bit at a time. Yeah. Um, so what's the topic? I wanted to actually, because I thought this would work well for, for you as well. I actually wanted to talk to you about... People who use, like, uh, not revulsion marketing tactics, but like, uh, specifically trying to build a community around shit mouthing oh, yeah. competition. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that would be huge in your industry. It's well. massive. Yeah, there's whole in in dogs. There's whole Facebook groups dedicated yeah. to that. Like thirty thousand people in the group. Yeah, and they kick out. Like I was in the group. Yeah, yeah. And just sort of peripherally aware of it. Oh, <laughs> well, but, no, but like. And then the moment that you have any sort of profile, you're out of the group so they can ship mouth you yeah, in yeah. the group. Yeah. Where do you think that comes from? Pathetic people. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> I, I was, I was looking at it, right? Because like we are like, usually what happens is like, um, you know, the, the, the biggest will be like the most common target. Right. Uh, and I was trying to explain to like Marco, cause like, you know, if, if Marco sees, 20 people post shit about us or whatever then it's like well we should fuck those people it's like well like you know the easiest way to unite people is to give them a common enemy and the easiest common enemy is the biggest thing in front of you so like you might as well just do that so for me like it actually makes perfect sense and like i can completely go oh that sweet man like i've seen people recently that we have pretty good relationships with like a lot of their content is now like look how much better i am than, than this than, than, than these people or look how much better my stuff works than these people, right? Um, and then there's a couple of Facebook groups where the moderators of the, or like their entire business model is predicated on uh, like shit mouthing whoever is like quote unquote in power at the time, mm -hmm. specifically in sales. Like it used to be Cole was the one that got shit mouthed, then it sort of transitioned to us. Because Cole sort of does different stuff. He's not really a pure sales trainer anymore. He's more of like a business coach and recruitment, right? Whereas we're sort of pure sales training. It's super interesting though, um, as to like where those cottage industries come from, how they start, and then who does them. Well, I think it's a bigger conversation around actually like the human condition and tribalism, mm. and like people are people love that shit, like in group, out group, and you, I mean, but you use that as a sales technique sometimes, right? To other, not like other people, but you. Like you paint the picture of what success looks like for yeah. the person that will be the buyer. Yeah, yeah. And then you other the non-buyers yeah. because it's such a successful strategy. And so you see it all the time as a business or sales technique is to say, like, not only am I the best, but the others are bad or, or not even just bad, but actually damaging. And if you follow anything they do, like, it, it you'll ruin... You're like, in my case, it's like, oh, you'll ruin your dog. If you do have anything to do with that, like it's yeah. totally fucked. If you, yeah. if you even watch one of their reels, you're, 
you're yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. your dog will set on fire, yeah. right? It's such a weird, I think it's because, like for me, and this could totally be wrong, but the industry that I'm in is incredibly young. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of very young people and relatively, I think, like life inexperienced. Mm-hmm. Like haven't gone through particular hardships or, and I think, um, like the, I see it as like a symptom of youth, mm. like that's or or like whether it's youth in business or youth in life, whatever it may be. That's what I see it as because like I see it as like a pure, like I can't think of a worse thing to do, <laughs> you know. Because like if you are genuinely good at what you do, and if you have a following, even like mentioning people builds credence yeah like we have built more we have like i think i single-handedly have built more competitors than i I could even fucking think of yeah yeah half the people like trained people yeah trained people and then half the people like literally man like if i haven't one-on-one sales coach that many people because i don't really like to do it i would say 60 percent become sales coaches okay like it's a high number yeah (laughs) right and like i think more power to like I, i have no problem with it to be honest like I don't like it when staff, if they like steal from us, like that's one thing that's happened in the past, but like whatever. But like the, the strategy I take is like, if someone, for example, like if someone is a direct competitor, um, and if like they're, they're good and if they're like moral and if they do things in a good way, then I'll always say like, oh, you know, they're, they're fine. Yeah. If they're like nefarious and I don't like the way they operate, I just vacuum them. Like they don't exist. There no oxygen will be given. Um, I remember we were going through a thing a while ago where someone like stole clients, stole leads. Thought it was a whole thing, right? It was a sales rep we had. I had to let them go. Anyway, it became a whole thing. And then one of our sales reps engaged with them and it became a whole thing. And and so like they were like, oh, we should do this, this, and this. And I was like, ah, oh, no, we're just like, just make a vacuum. Because if that's a fire, like just suck the oxygen out. Yeah. And so, like, my line, whenever anybody asks me, if there's, like, a group of, say, like, eight people, is, oh, sorry, like, I've just never heard of her. Mm-hmm. That's always my line. Yeah. That I say, no matter what. Yeah. yeah. Um, because, like, I just think, like, just don't give credence to it. Yeah. But also, like, I don't wish those people any ill will because, like, they have kids, they have families. Like, yeah. there's so many people in the world. Yeah. I think what's interesting, though. You can't train them all. Yeah. But so, for people like you and I, see, like... In dog stay, for example, I've only been at this properly for since 2008 is when I really got interested in it. I got out of the army in 2015 and then it actually became a job. And so like I've been less than 10 years of doing this actually as a job and social media has been around almost that entire time. But there's, so there's people now who are professionals, like competitors are supposed to me that we can see because of the access to social media have been at this like two or three years. And and it's the same in your space. Like Jeremy is an interesting example. There's so many uh, parallels between Jeremy and Bart. It's, it's crazy. Right. And, and even yours and mine's associations with them. Yeah. But when Jeremy was selling and like actually selling door to door, all the various things he said, there's no social media. There's no industry of like sales guys comparing anything beyond conventions and um, like in-person things. Yeah. Yeah. And at in-person things, you can get your fucking head punched in. Yeah. So people and people are less like people. Are, yeah. People tend to be much more respectful of each other in yeah. person because true. there's real world consequences to real world conversations, right? Yeah. But online, you can kind of say whatever you want. And I think that there's so many people who 
have never actually, first of all, they're new to it and we can see that. We can see their journey from shit to good because you can just scroll back. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you can scroll all the way to the bottom of the feed and yeah. find like that they and that's the other thing that I think is interesting. You see people when you do scroll to the bottom of the feed and see their page used to be like you're selling. It's a fitness guy now, and you can see that he used to be a t-shirt guy, like on that same account. Yeah, yeah. way back, and because that's what well, people got to figure out what's happening as they're as yeah, they're going into it. Exactly, yeah. right? Like, Instagram used to be. Th there's heaps of that, but. Like the real true people who are the people you see who are just like, oh, whatever, I don't care, is because they're not paying attention to that social media nonsense. Yeah. Because they, when they were learning in their craft and getting good at their craft, there wasn't a social media to be on. Yeah. So they're just like, who cares what people say on social media? I'm going to keep ticking these goals and making forward success. But in the social media world, that's you have to be all about yeah. battles on social media. And I think the other thing that sort of pisses me off is that. A lot the, the frenemy thing right yeah so there are people who like i suppose they probably don't like each other but they know that by having a public and online argument they're boosting their each other's following yeah. and we'll do that on purpose and that has become something of status quo i've seen quite a lot of that yeah. where people are like oh no like we're meant to have giant arguments with people fuck him like we'll have this giant argument but what that that serves us both great and we have yeah, yeah. differing opinions so our huge public facing argument of ship mouthing each other actually helps us both. And that's an odd cultural phenomenon yeah. that you and I aren't really aware of. Well, I think, well, I think actually we probably were though, because one of the things about special forces is if you're not good at your job, you are hated. It's an oddly catty environment. Hey? Like, man, that is, is brutal. Yeah. Like if someone was considered just not good, yeah. no matter how nice of a person, how good of a dad, they were looked at as such a fucking liability yeah. that it was like, fuck you and everything you are as a human. Yeah. We're going to ostracize you and hopefully get you to quit. <laughs> we won't have a frank and honest conversation <laughs> about your lack of skill set and how that's potentially dangerous. Uh, we'll bully you. <laughs> Just bully you until you quit. Yeah. And I see that, like, and I, I really didn't like that. Like, I got, I got, I got old. As I was in it, I saw it and I was like, oh, yeah, fair enough. But as I like, I like retrospectively when I got out, I was like, oh, I think that's kind of shitty. Mm. And, um, and then like, I see it in like the sales training or I see it in every industry, but the sales training industry, like I see that mm. and like, I look at it and go like, I don't care how you sell. Yeah. yeah. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. And like, first of all, to say that my way is ineffective is fucking ridiculous because like, we just, we're very effective proof by how much money we make, right? <laughs> yeah. But it doesn't mean that your way isn't effective and that I fucking am gonna shit mouth you. That's why like, I, I, I don't ever wanna do it. And I was thinking, I was in the shower the other day thinking about it because I, all these like stories came up and I was thinking, I was like, huh. And I was like, you know I've never seen do it? The people who are killing it. Yeah. And I, like that was really like the thing and I was thinking about like, oh, well Taylor Welch, um, I'm actually flying, he ran Sales Mentor. I'm actually flying to uh, do a podcast with him in August cool. in Nashville. Oh, cool. I messaged him on uh, on, um, on uh, Instagram. I was like, hey, please like, fuck yeah, stuff. So I'm flying out there. Um, but I've never seen him do it. I've never seen Cole do it. We've certainly never done it because like, I won't allow it mm. on any level. Um, I've never seen... I've never even seen Cardone or Belfort do it. I've seen them argue, but on a podcast in person. Mm. 
I'm cool with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they've never like shit mouthed each other's methods or say they couldn't sell. Yeah. But what I have seen is a bunch of fucking people yeah. that are down here looking up in terms of like status and revenue and business size, just like creating entire businesses based on the shit mouthing of other people. And I was like, I get it because that's a that is the probably the fastest way to build a community mm -hmm. is to just to to build it on negativity, hatred, whatever it is, right? Because like we sign up two and a half thousand people a month. I'm I, I'm guaranteed to piss off twenty five of them. Yeah. One percent, right? I'll guaranteed. So that's twenty five people per month. Every month. That for three interviews that you make. Right. So I've made, you know, how many hundreds or thousands of enemies or whatever. Yeah. And so like that's an easy community to scoop up. Um, but like, I just think to what end, because like how, I just don't understand, like, where does that go? Mm. Yeah. I, I struggle with that a little bit. Like, honestly, I know I've said this before, but I think that's your superpower is not giving a fuck what people say about you, especially online in the comments and stuff like that. Like when I was running your Instagram, the, I would like, even though they're not saying shit about me, it's you that's saying shit about. I got the fucking notifications and I'm like, so this, like, I feel my neck twitch like screenshot. Check out this guy. <laughs> but then I start following down the rabbit hole because I want to know, right? So, like, I always start, like, who are you and why would you say that? Because I think to myself, what kind of fucking pathetic loser would comment that? Like, because like, I'm seeing plenty of things come up in my feed that I'm like, whoa. Like, I don't like, yeah, yeah. I would not agree with, I think is nonsense, I think is bullshit. Yeah, that's about you shitty Jeremy at. Yeah, or had a bet. I screenshot it every now and then and go, this is a go on. Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy. But the amount of times that I would see something come up on you and I would follow the down the rabbit hole, right? And it was ads a fair bit. Yeah. But they would always be losers that yeah. are trying to achieve what you're you have achieved. Every time. Like to to the letter, every single one of them yeah. are people who when you it's they never like it takes some investigating. You it's never obvious. You got to, they'll comment from an account, but that's be linked to an account. And you know, you, you follow the bouncing yeah. ball. You find that you eventually get to the, the point, like they're a sales trainer or they're a marketing guy yeah. and they've got 42 followers and, <laughs> and they're posting every day <laughs> just nonsense and they get zero traction. Yeah. And so when you look at it, you go, oh, well in reality, they're actually just pathetic losers. Yeah. Like to, you know, and they're upset and they're, yeah. They're lashing out, and and that's the mechanism by which they can do it. Because if they tried to reach you directly, it would you just wouldn't be able to. Yeah. Right? But or worst case, they get on a podcast for them. <laughs> but but like, what actually have a but chat? I remember every time I showed you any of those, like because some of them were pretty rough, right? And I'd be like, do you know this guy? And in instances where you did, you would laugh every time. Yeah. You'd be like, ah, <laughs> that loser. They're like, okay, yeah. I, the reason I, I have to follow that bouncing ball is because I have to talk myself into that. Now I get there eventually. I, I eventually get to the point of like, look at that loser, but I have to make sure they are one. I have to go through and find what if they're not. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm like, oh no, someone's successful is going after me. What am I going to do, right? Yeah. But it just, as you say, it doesn't happen. Yeah. Um, but like, I'll follow that and then I have to go, oh no, this is a person who's, you know, been unsuccessful and is unhappy with their life yeah. and probably goes home to their kids that hate them and, and, and bashes their wife. And, yeah. yeah, like, I just have to make up this. You created a, a really dark narrative. <laughs> I do. I do. I have to create the only that. Could I say, have to create that. Mom, you love me, right? <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, it's fine. They can yeah, say yeah. what they need to say, right? Everything's okay. 
but you don't get that and and so i think you become a a bit of a, a magnet for that like i would say that seventh level and everything becomes a bit of a magnet for that hatred because it doesn't stick and people get confused by that i yeah. would bet you that people are like why aren't they biting what what's happening here like why am i not getting the feedback and you know fuck i'm a professional behavior modif modifier yeah behaviors that go unreinforced go extinct and that's the thing but they're the um the precursor to extinction is an extinction burst. So, you know, like it's a very fancy way of saying that, but it has to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, yeah. So you think, oh. well, let's see when like the response to a thing that has been like a behavior that's been reinforced in the past, that's suddenly unreinforced. The response to that is to try harder. You imagine you flick a light switch, turns the light on, right? You flick a light switch and it doesn't turn on. What do you do? You flick the switch three or four times because yeah. you're like, the fuck, this always works. And so that's what would happen quite a bit when you see people come after you online or, or make stupid comments or say stupid things and you don't fire back. That's when they're like, but that wasn't fun. But wasn't like, like <laughs> yeah. I have to double down on this. I have to yeah. try this five or six times. And then eventually it goes extinct when they're like, oh, I'm not getting any traction. Yeah, this isn't, yeah. this isn't going the way I imagined it would go. Suddenly I'm like, oh, well, fuck, I guess I'll just stop. Yeah. And that's like, my mentality is always like, because. Even like, I won't even send like cease and desists. Mm -hmm. Like to certain, like I know certain people are ripping some of our stuff off holes, which we have, but it's like the, the screenshot of the cease and desist would give them more credibility than anything they could yeah. ever do. Yeah. Right. So I'm like, well, no, like if we just vacuum this thing mm -hmm. and then I talk to all the staff and go like, Hey, like you are not to engage personally, professionally under no circumstances, like th these, these things don't exist in the realm of which we're doing because there's nothing productive that can come from engaging in this fucking foolishness. And it, it is like shocking how fast things just disappear. disappear. Yeah. You know, and like, and it's like, then they can start infighting. So now like two of the, the major guys who I would say probably spread the most amount of like negativity towards us are going after each other yeah yeah we'll say that. and i didn't know that i was only told that like the other day because like i don't follow anything i don't like i don't look at facebook um i don't even really look at instagram i look at youtube but like people are fighting on youtube unless you're in the comments but like yeah i don't read the comments yeah so <laughs> so, so i just watch videos about woodworking um <laughs> And one day when I retire, I'll start woodworking again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's super interesting. Like, uh, it's just an, uh, I think because I had that experience in, in the military where I saw like, I was like, oh, these are like, just some really good guys here that are just being treated terribly. Yeah. And I get it because like, that's an extreme example because they are dangerously liable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like somewhere like, uh, I won't say anyone's name, but some of the guys that were just like, great guys but just horrific. Yeah, yeah. You know, like they just slipped through the cracks yeah. and you're like, oh man, but like they were great dudes. Yeah, yeah. Really, really nice. But you just hate them because you don't want to go overseas with them because they'll get you killed. Yeah. But having that come into like something as silly as sales, like, I mean, it's just silly. Yeah. Like we just teach people how to say things that hopefully get the money. Yeah. That's as far as it goes. And so like to not like someone or to like, put it out there that they are some way doing damage or a bad person or shit or fucking idiots and all this kind of stuff because you say different things on a sales call <laughs> is so fucking outrageously <laughs> stupid. Like, I, 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 again, and this is a little bit hearsay, but like these two people who are fighting at each other, 
Like I did see some of it and it was like, basically this guy is a prospect, uh, had a sales call with guy A and guy B. And then the guy went with guy B. And so guy A sent the prospect all these abusive messages saying like, you're a fucking idiot. You're ruining your sales career. These guys are fucking morons. They have no idea what they're talking about, right? And then obviously the guy who bought sent it to guy B because he's like, well, have a look. So then he puffs that up, you know, obviously like looking for the fight, you know, I would have gone like, I got the win. I have the money, right? Like I win. That's enough for me. Um, but anyway, try and build it out. And then from there, they're just going back and forth. And like literally, like these are two people, I think, I know at least one of them has kids. I think both of them do potentially. Um, but like they're like adult grown men yeah. arguing over like how you say things. Yeah. Not even like it's just how you say stuff. But do you think that indicates uh, the value of each individual sale for them? Like yeah, That's a good point. Like, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. To, to, to care. Like because you guys sign up two and a half thousand people a month. If it's 2,499, <laughs> it doesn't make a difference, you know? I hadn't, you know, I hadn't thought of it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that could be it, right? Of like, no, yeah. I needed that. And, well, and like, that. I don't even know how many sales we do. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, like, I get a report. Or if it's like, we made, so we do about 2,500 total sales and about uh, a good chunk of them were info products, SLO. And then we do anywhere from, fuck, I think it's like, we do about 20 coaching sales a day, like coaching sales. So 20 a day. So seven days a week, 140, say 150. So about 600 a month, roughly like five to 600 a month of coaching. Like, so three, 2.0 and above. Um, but like, I only get told when it's a good day. Right. Like they'll go, oh, we did 28 today. Oh, fuck, that's pretty good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like I don't get, I don't look at the sales. I, like that's not my job. Yeah. Like I run the strategy. Yeah. And I run all the background, really boring shit that nobody wants. To yeah. Compliance and le legal shit. Yeah. Right. So I don't even fucking know. Someone goes like, "Oh, what's the sales process?" So I was like, "Oh fuck, I don't know anymore. I don't know if we do triages. I don't know if, if we're just going straight to sale. That's someone else. I don't give a fuck. I just don't give a fuck. Right. And also, like, if we have a good day, great. If we have a bad day, that's fine. Tomorrow probably be a good day. Yeah. Like so I, I don't know the people who buy. Yeah, I hope they do really well. Well, I think that I think that's probably a big piece of it then, right? Because if an individual person decided to go with another, if, if these two guys that you're talking about, I have no idea who they are. Um, but these two guys, if 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 you add you into the mix of that, and now there's three, and someone's trying to choose between three products instead of two, and they go with one of the others, you wouldn't even be aware that they went with the other. No, like you'd just be like, oh, we didn't close that sale. Like that would just go into the like, and we close at thirty five percent, pretty consistently. So like, there's sixty five percent of people saying no. Yeah, and you're not following up. Who the fuck did you go with? Yeah. Where did you, you piece of shit? You destroyed it. Like you hate your wife. What are you? <laughs> when the call ends, the call ends. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. And like, you know, we have our follow up processes, and we have all that. We're actually bringing in a complete lost revenue department because this is actually interesting. We. We, we get, we, we have more calls than we can handle. Mm -hmm. Like, so, but it's to the point where it's actually become kind of a problem. Mm -hmm. So we, and we figured out that like, so we were trying to like bang our heads at how do we get the sales guy to do referrals and follow-ups? Then we've actually figured out it's actually detrimental. 
So for our business right now, if our guys are doing all their own follow-ups, all their own referrals, all their own like upsells, resales, and renewals, all that kind of stuff, like we actually lose a significant amount of money. How come? Just because they should be doing something else? No, because like, so basically we can only book out four to five days in advance, otherwise the no-show rate goes to like 70%. So our calendars are so, we have 21 sales reps full-time, right? And then we have SDRs as well, but those are the closers. Because there are so many people hitting the booking page that if every hour is not available, they bounce off and then that increases the, the cost that we pay per call. Right. Right? So if someone goes on holiday, our calls go up by about 30 bucks a call. Right. Which is significant when you're booking thousands of calls. Yeah. So what we realize is that, oh shit, we actually can't afford to have our sales reps ask for referrals. That's wild. It's a, it's a really odd, like it's so different than any other problem we've had. It took us a while to figure it out. Yeah, okay. So what we've done is we've cre we're creating a complete lost, a complete, so that we're now dividing the sales team and then the entire sales department into front end and back end. So uh, the front end will only handle new inquiries. Then they'll be handed over to a completely different team, which is like essentially like the profit team. That's the renewals, the upsells, the the cross sells, the fucking the follow ups from no sales, the referrals, all that kind of shit. So there'll be an entire department for that. Yeah, right. And then they'll just do all that. And so that's something that came in at scale, right? Like you. Oh yeah, like I mean, I've never even heard of someone having that problem. Yeah. Like I don't know, and like we could lower ad spend, but it doesn't actually benefit us because, like, we we have we we don't spend as much as most anyway. To make say three million bucks, we have to spend about four to five hundred thousand a month, right? Which is a lot of money. Don't get me wrong, but a lot of our competitors at this who would be or somewhat competitors at similar levels are spending double. Yeah, okay. You know, so and like making as much or making say similar, like you know, like I would say, Call is definitely a competitor of ours. We have very different business models, mm -hmm. but we're still like competitors in that space. Yeah. And I think he spends a lot more on ads than what we do, but he also has a much higher end back end subscription, mm -hmm. right? So, but, um, and then like the business coaching product, which we don't have, mm -hmm. um, we don't really have anything that's super expensive. Mm -hmm. We have like 18 K that's about it. Right. We don't have the 35,000 and he has that. Yeah. So he has like the business side of the business right. coaching side of it. Um, so like they use like their, and that could be wrong, but they use their, like sales coaching is a way to get recruits in because as part of their business coaching package, they offer recruitment. So like, but they're getting these guys in and charging them for sales training. Right. A lot of it's like biz ops. So it's like, hey, are you sick of working a nine to five? You want to come in by 10K a month, whatever, for your living room, right? Stop being a truck driver. Teach them how to sell, place them in a business. Right. right. So they kind of got, so they had to spend a lot of money on that side. Yeah, yeah. But like it's sort of a lot less money on this side, but that's like where all the long term money is. So anyway, but like we don't spend a ton on advertising compared to a lot. We also like have a lot of insight because of Sales Sniper into yeah. how much money businesses spend to get certain revenues, like coaching businesses, and we're down the bottom. Right. Okay. Spend. Like we haven't even spent that off on Facebook yet to have a rep. Right. Okay. Like, and yet the conversion is. Yeah, because we don't need to. Yeah. Like we're three million bucks away from being able to apply for a rep. Right. Yeah. Well, you have to spend ten million on Facebook before you can apply for a rep. Ten million total. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, so yeah, or if you like spend a thing over a million a month, they'll talk to you. Right. But we're nowhere near it. 
Yeah, you know? no need. Uh, there's just no need. Because if we did, I mean, fuck, we need 60 sales reps. Hey, here's a question for you on all this. So this is certainly the case in my industry, or I think it to be the case in my industry, but I'm, I could be wrong. And I wonder if it is in sales as well, is that the way that social media has changed has caused a lot of infighting, but especially in newer people. So Facebook groups used to be groups of like-minded people yeah. who would go to a place to have a conversation. And you used to have real conversations, right? Yeah, so yeah. there would be like of balanced dog trainers, there would be a group of balanced dog trainers in there. And there'd be the odd pitch for a seminar or, you know, a new piece of equipment comes out and people say, hey, this is in here or whatever. But yeah, for yeah. the most part, it really was a for your information page managed by- more of the town square. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. People would have arguments, but they would usually remain fairly civil. Of course, they would divulge into madness sometimes. But for the most part, people would actually have conversations that reached a conclusion. And now what I see is Facebook's kind of dying. I'm starting to think that Facebook might go away. Uh, I yeah, or, or, or will be bought. Yeah. They're bringing out, um, what are they bringing out? Thread? As an oh, it's the Twitter new compare. Twitter ripoff. But like the thing, problem is like they put so much money, different conversations, but they've put so much money into the fucking metaverse that is a clear failure. Yeah. And poor Zuckerberg's been trying to get his stupid Oculus fucking thing going. <laughs> and he's just been blown out of the water. Like they're like, look, we're on Gen 3 and it's starting to be kind of okay. Yeah. And Apple's like, here's our Gen 1 product. Yeah. Here's our Gen 1 product and it's fucking incredible. <laughs> 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 like it's classic Apple. They're always late, but by the time they come in, it's it's done way better. Yeah. Anyway, I think Facebook's in trouble. But anyway, that's a different conversation. But now, especially younger people, they're not on Facebook, right? Like they're you know no, no, we got the demographics, man. Instagram. Yeah. Like Instagram's crushing it now. Facebook owns Instagram. Yeah. But Instagram is crushing. But so in the dog space. TikTok has gone wild, right? Oh, I mean, TikTok's the biggest. Yeah. yeah. But there's no conversations in TikTok. Cause, no. And Instagram's the same. Like if someone, like, because I tried to have a conversation with someone in the comments on Instagram recently and you can't. The <laughs> UI is fucking terrible. You can't yeah. do it. And TikTok's the same. And so what people end up doing is it's like you take a shot off the bow in a video and then I take a shot off the bow in a video and that's the only way that conversations can happen, Right. But the problem with those sorts of conversations is they're happening publicly in front of our uh, clients and customers. Whereas what would happen in an industry closed group, we could have a real conversation. And if I saw your point of view, I could concede defeat. And people used to do that. People would be like, oh, all right, no, you've convinced me. I'm on your side now. Thank you for this conversation. Yeah. Because it would only be your peers that would see that conversation. Whereas now, if those conversations are happening in short form video and they're back and forth and you see people replying to comments in that kind of way, your pride's on the line and yeah. but also your credibility to your customers, clients and all your followers yeah. is on the line. And that's why I see people just doubling yeah. down on nonsense. I think it's like the dilemma of the, like, the black belt who owns the studio should probably never fight in front of his own students. Yeah. Like, that's just a bad idea. Well... Mixed feelings on that. Unless you're a fucking savage. Yeah, well, that's the thing. But you should be. If yeah, that's, yeah. If that's your job. And that's the thing. Like, that's why I've always tried to take, like, my thought process. I remember when I was, like, trying to figure out, like, how am I going to be known and how do I set this thing up? I was like, oh, I'll just do everything no one else is willing to do. Yeah. And that's why I was like, I'll sell live. Yeah. I will objection handle live. Yeah. I remember I did, 
the fucking boldest thing I think I've done in business was when we had like 4,000 people in a master class. And I said, I'll go away. You guys nominate someone to be the prospect. Decide what objections you want him to give me and I'll handle it. Uh And dude, they fucking threw the kitchen sink at it. And it was like, I remember walking back into the room going like, I may have made a very tactical mistake here. (laughs) But then I just kind of got into it and I saw it. And like, that was like, oh, dude knows what he's talking about. Yeah. He, like he can do it. Yeah. That's why I've released like live sales calls. Like, it was like, I'll just do like, here's everything. I'm, I, I'm not bad at this. You guys can pick. Yeah. And yeah, that's the proof is in the pudding. Yeah. Got to hit the field. That's why, like in my industry, like I'm not the world champion, but I compete uh, yeah. and I show like, Hey, this is how I go. Like this yeah. is how, this is, this is, this is how I do it. Yeah. This is the results. I'm not winning the world championship, but I'm all right. Like yeah. I, you can see it. Um, and I tell people like when I train them, because I've stopped developing in sales, like if anything, I'm getting worse. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I think my ability to articulate what I'm doing is much better but my ability to do more lateral stuff in real time is probably worse. Yeah, yeah. We go deeper and stop spreading, yeah. Yeah, so because like there's 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 now no benefit to me getting any better. Yeah. I, I know that, like I know enough about sales to be, I'm, I'm good. Um, Jeremy is constantly developing because like he's the product guy. So he has to keep adding and taking from things and figuring stuff out. Um, but I like, I tell people, like when I coach them, I'm like, I like, I'm not going to talk about stuff that I can't teach you. And, and we, we, we actually have a, a, I was speaking with um, like one of the, one of the coaches and they were giving like cold calling advice. They were asking me, I was like, you've never cold called. They're like, yeah. And I was like, no, dude, you got to learn. Like there is nothing wrong as a coach with going, that's not my wheelhouse because we have guys whose wheelhouse that is. Yeah. Yeah. Like you don't have to pretend to be good at everything. Yeah. And that's like, that's the beauty of like why I, we built like our coaching the way that we did was like, someone goes like, Hey, when I'm door knocking this, I go, well, time out. I've never done that. I'm definitely not the guy to ask. I will give you the insight that I can give you from like the sales knowledge that I have, but that's like, I'm not the guy. Go to Joe. He's got a session tomorrow. Guy makes 150 grand a month door knocking. Probably the guy to ask. Yeah. But if you want my answer, like, I'll give it to you. Just know that it's probably shit. <laughs> and they go, oh, okay. Like, that makes sense. I, I appreciate that. And I think if you can do that, yeah, like, for your clients and then just create an environment where there's tons. That's where, like, I don't get, like, how a lot of these sales coaches, like, I don't get how they do it because, like, I've always had the luxury of going, just, I don't know, man, ask Jeremy. <laughs> right? Yeah. Jeremy's cold cold. He's door knocked. He's done inbound. He's done outbound. He's done B2B, B2C, enterprise level sales one-on-one sales coaching like debt relief services for large companies and like everything in between so like he's done it successfully yeah um he's 46 yeah yeah i don't know how you're a 25 year old (laughs) like what have you sold yeah i haven't done done shit at 20 well but a lot of it's fake you you reminded me um this friend of mine jay jack it's big name in dogs but he actually was one of the first ever like black belts in america I shouldn't say that, but he's a very old. I mean, you show me him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was an early cage fighter, like pre UFC, right? Yeah. Um, and he was one of the first jujitsu black belts. And how he even got into jujitsu is super interesting. He had his own gym, 
like was teaching all kinds of karate and all things that he yeah. was into and then got put to sleep in front of his own students by a jujitsu guy. I must learn. And was like, no, something like something's not right here. Like, like, let's go again. Like, I don't know what happened there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the guy just kept him on the edge of consciousness. Because Jay, like, he's not the, he doesn't tap. He blackout until you tap out. <laughs> yeah, 100%, right? Yeah. So, I agree with that. This guy just kept him on the edge of consciousness in front of yeah. his own students for a long time. And then Jay's like, what, like, what magic is that? He goes, oh, it's Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's like, okay. And shut his own gym. Like, looks at all his own students and goes, we're done here. <laughs> I don't know shit. That's so awesome. This guy just beat me. So we're, awesome. we're done. But then, so when he was one of the early black belts, his job was to do all those challenge fights, right? Because when Jiu-Jitsu was new and people like all the fake karate nonsense was really at its yeah, peak, yeah. Jiu-Jitsu came in and was like, no, we can really fuck you up, right? And and yeah, we'll dude. and we'll take you on right now because we probably won't even need to hurt you, right? Yeah. <laughs> like you'll I just, can do it gently. You'll just go to sleep yeah. and then we'll realize that I beat you. Yeah, yeah. So he had to do all these challenge fights. And they had this guy in his gym. Now I'm butchering his story. He tells he's told yeah. on a couple of different podcasts, but it's fucking incredible. Where um this guy like does some like, ha ha, I would have broken your leg. And he's like, No, no, we're really fighting. Like, like <laughs> you have to actually break my leg. Yeah. And stop, right? <laughs> and then the guy does one of the moves and like gets a like flick in Jay's eye and he goes, That's it. I would have gouged your eye out. I could have taken your eye. And he's like, For starters, you couldn't have. But even if you could have, do you think the fight ends when my eye comes out? And the guy's like, yeah, you, like, you're dead. Like, you lose your eye. If yeah. there. And he, like, cracks it. And he gets in front of all these other guys. He's like, sweet. Locked the fucking door. Locks the door, hands the guy a spoon. He goes, these two guys are going to hold me down. And you're going to gouge my fucking eye out with a spoon. But that door's locked. <laughs> and we'll see. What and now we're having a real fight. Right? Because if you think I wouldn't be like, all right, fire, <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's like, no, no, I didn't fight it. This. And he's like, no, if you think the fight ends just because you flicked me in the eye, even if you take my eye out, I'm going to show you. So these guys are going to hold me down. You're going to gouge my eye out, and then we're going to fight. And can you imagine though if he met someone the equal level of credit? You can get inside, okay? And then he starts to go, ah, don't die, don't die, yeah. dude. He would have done it. Like he without, done it. without, he smiled. Without, and then without, told the story the rest of without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, yeah. He would have done it. He would have oh, been so like, funny. "Here we go, we're going out, right?" Yeah. Um, but it's that it's that being prepared to actually do it live and put it on show and fail and be like, "Oh fuck, you did, you are better than me. We did." Yeah. Hey, you got a good. You know, do you know why I realized? Hey, buddy, this is real last. No one's paid me attention for a while. <laughs> Um, it's been 40 minutes. Yeah. What am I doing? I actually realized um, when it was okay to, like, I realized that, well, I'm sorry, as I, I, I stopped being scared of doing that when I realized you can do everything perfectly and still not make the sale. Mm. Like, so whether the outcome is a sale or not is not actually a reflection of how good you are because there are just some people that you just can't buy. Brian Tracy, I was listening, watching a really old, Brian Tracy is like an old sales guru. Fuck, very, very good. Really, really switched on dude. And I was watching an old sales training from him that we have in our archives because him and Jeremy did a masterclass years ago, um, way before I knew Jeremy. And uh, Brian Tracy was like, you cannot like determine the outcome. All you can do is all the activities, but like you can't set sales goals because like you can't control that. All you can do is control all the activities. And so... Like I realized that a few years ago and I was like, as soon as I figured that out, I was like, oh, well, there's nothing I can say or do that will actually make the person do anything. 
So all I can do is like, if I do these things, it's like more than likely that they decide to go, but like whatever. So like, um, and I remember when I was like starting Sales Sniper, every single call I did was recorded. And so I would give the guys calls that didn't buy. They're like, oh, the guy didn't buy. I was like, yeah, yeah, but like that was a perfect call. If I do that, then it's a sale five times out of 10. Mm -hmm. But like five times out of 10, if I do it perfectly. So if you don't do it perfectly, it's four. And then you go down, it's three. And then you go down, it's two. And then you go down, it's one. But if I do it even, I can't do it more perfectly, then it's not going to be a six. It's going to be a five. Yeah, yeah. So like, let's be happy. Yeah. And someone was like, and if for some reason it is six out of 10 this week, it's, it's four just, out of 10. It's just week. luck. Yeah. You know, every now and then someone's just watched enough content to be like, whatever you throw me, I'm doing, <laughs> you know? And that's yeah. why you do podcasts like yeah. to get the lay down. I so, was buying, I just wanted to go through this process. Yeah. With you. Like I've had people that like have like literally done our training and like, they just like wanted coaching from me. I was like, but you sort of have done it all. They're like, yeah, I just want to hear it from you. I was like, this is man. If you're gonna pay me thirty thousand bucks to just hear me tell you the same shit again, I'll take your money, right? <laughs> right? But fuck you, like whatever, you know. But um, yeah. It's as soon as as soon as I realized that, like everything became so much easier. Because, yeah. And also, like the funny thing was, like people were like, how do you, how do you like handle the rejection of sales? And I'm like, well, if your closing rate is thirty percent, that's pretty good. Like that's a solid closing rate. And you're shocked when seven out of 10 people say no. I got that seems really stupid. <laughs> like being shocked at the inevitability. Like you, if you got angry, if you got bit by a dog. This will probably just nail me so badly. Just yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so badly. Yeah. Like sustained bite on the arm. And because you're dealing with a, I'm going to Mali, right? Yeah. You're dealing with a puppy dog. And that dog is bred to bite people. Yeah. If you were upset of the fact that a dog bit you, I just, you're in the wrong game. I just laughed. It was you know, very happy that the camera was rolling. Yeah. And I'm going to make a reel out of it yeah. later tonight. And it's going to get a billion views. <laughs> is, is your most viewed one still the one of that? My dog doing nothing. Yeah. He's sitting there. And I got a new camera, yeah. that camera. Yeah. The dog's sitting there doing nothing. And I just zoomed in on him. And then uh, got a video of him upside down and zoomed out of that. And a couple of hundred thousand views. Jazz had one. Of the two dogs, she's done it with the two shepherds prior that didn't get that much traction. And she just had one with the two dogs standing in the van and they both just look like that and then jump out, right? But it's to the sound of like, the fuck is this guy running from? Oh, wait, he's running from us. And, and then they they chase after him. Yeah. 1.4 million views. Wow. <laughs> Got a 10,000 new followers. Overtook me in followers. <laughs> from this one fucking reel. Jesus, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well. Makes you wonder. Man, I reckon uh, people fight because it brings traction and also they're extremely insecure in and of themselves. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I hope they do good. Yeah. Good for them. There's tons of people to sell. Yeah. They're, I think, I you know what? more of the story is, guys, I just, I don't care. <laughs> I just like, I, I wish everyone the best. And I hope that if we get a chance to meet like a ClickFunnels, I'll just tell you, like, there is literally nothing anyone can say to me that will make me care. And <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> you know, our next topic should be, uh, don't be the best, be the only. That's, that's a interesting thing that I've been trying to push for recently. Okay. Not having competitors. You, yeah. Why try, why try and be the best in your field if you can be the only in your field? 
Yeah, I mean, niche yourself down so much, right? That you get the world championship. I, I only do podcasts yeah. when Puppy Malinois is causing problems in the yeah. background. It will be the most successful podcast of podcasts with Puppy Malinois yeah. fighting in the background. It's like winning the Super Bowl being the world champions. <laughs> You're the only country that plays it, bro. It was, it was called the World Series. It was uh, The baseball was called the World Series. Yeah, it but it's only American teams. No, but it was named after a, a, a newspaper called The World. Oh, that's okay. how, yeah, that's how it came to be, yeah. We should do that. Yeah. <laughs> Start our own publication. World champion, official world champion. Yes, the world champion. Recognized by officialworldchampions.com. All right, you that's know. it. Coffees for closers, kind of, in the dog train facility. If you, if you like us doing these, let us know. We haven't actually done one in ages. What have yeah. you been releasing? Old stuff. Well, uh, I did a couple of walking talks. Did a couple of, like, uh, just like me raining to a camera. Nice. Like Bill Burr style. Yeah. Like, you know really grinds my gears? <laughs> <laughs> just, like, angrily talking about, yeah, about I things. It. I love it. We should, yeah. we should do that. Yeah. We need to do the one-wheel one like we planned to. We could just That'd do it great. back and forth. I think we should do it in a nice spot. Around it. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, mine arrives. Mine got on the boat today, so it's on its way over. Yeah, I'll, I'll like get one of those ones off Amazon. They just fill with water. Oh, yeah. Just fucking, I've got one of those. We'll just sit in next to each other. I've got one of those at home. And just see who gives up first. <laughs> It'll be me without a doubt. I did 13 minutes. You're a seasoned professional. Hey, I do it every day. Danger. All right, guys. Au revoir. Right. Where's the light red? Put that coffee down. down. down.